in discussing the topic of autopsies, so most shiurim and uh, write-ups of this topic begin often with the Nodab Yehuda. Uh, the Nodab Yehuda, I'm not sure if he was the first, but he's certainly the most often quoted uh, postdoc that deals with autopsies. And that's because um, he received the Shiloh that uh, there was a uh, someone in London who had died. And he had died um, from some type of stones, bladder stones, kidney stones. I don't think it was kidney stones, some type of gallstones or bladder stones. Um, I've been told that uh, those types of stones could be quite painful. I'm told that they're worse than um, than labor pains. Not that anybody here would know. Um, at least not personally. But um, And the, the shyla is that the doctors wanted to do an autopsy on this individual who had died so that they would be able to, uh, obviously, for the reason of being able to see what the problem was, what they did wrong, how to do the operation better, how to heal the, per- how to heal the next guy. You know, you know is talking about the 1760s, 1770. That's when the Shaila comes in. So, um, so if you think about the Shaila, it's pretty obvious that uh, the way to, the way to um, dissect the Shaila, forgive the pun, but the way to dissect the Shaila is to say, well, what, what's the problem with doing an autopsy in the first place? Before we can figure out whether it's mutter, you have to figure out what's, what prohibition, what, what, what issue is there in doing an autopsy even for not the pikuach nefesh, even not to learn about medicine, just to, if someone wants to do an autopsy for whatever purpose, whatever reason, what problem does, halachic problem does he face? So we know that the Torah says that um, after one is killed by the Bezdin, for one of the Averis for which one is killed by the Bezdin, Torah says you have to bury that person, you have to bury the person that day. Once in a while we push it off to the next day, you know, for different reasons, kill us all the if it's covered her mace, you have to, obviously there are details that go into it. Basically there's a mitzvah for So, um, if one is minabal the mace, if one is... If one desecrates the mace, so in a certain sense, the part that he's desecrating, at least at that moment, is not being buried. Is that the, so you bury it later. <laughs> What's the problem? So you bury it in, in an hour, you do the, you can do the, uh, the nivel, you can do the, the autopsy, whatever it is now, and bury everything later. So, uh, it, it's not clear uh, what exactly the problem of, of, of desecrating the mace is. What's the, what's wrong? But the Gemara assumes, uh, as a Dover Pacha, that there is a problem of Nivel HaMace. There's a problem of Nivel HaMace. Is there a problem of Nivel, a mace that is not a human being? Is there a problem to be Manavala, uh, a, a dead animal? No. We know that there's, I mean, it's probably not the healthiest and most normal thing to do for, you know, for no reason whatsoever. But I don't think there's an issue to be Manavala, a mace, uh, a Nivela. So what is the problem? So what is the problem? With uh, why why does the Gemara assume and the Gemara does assume but Babasra and Chulin that there is an issue of Nivel Hames. So some say that it's um, the Chassam Sofer explains that even after a person is dead, there is uh, since the Guf the Nisham is gone. I mean, however this works, it's hard to really explain because we don't really uh, have firsthand experience per se. But after Nishama leaves, since the Guf held the Nishama at some point, held the Nefesh Elokis, held the you know, the, 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 the soul. So even after the neshama leaves, the guf retains some of its kedusha. And if one were to desecrate a mace, it would be desecrating the guf that held the neshama, and that's a, and that's a prohibition. That's what, that's what the, how the Chassam Sofer explains why the Gemaras assume that there's a problem of Nivel HaMace. 
it's not so much a, a, an element of kvura, or maybe it's the same thing. The reason why we have to bury the guf, the Torah says so. But why is that important? The ikkar of a person is the neshama. So why do we have to bury the guf? Then the person died. Now it's just a, it's just it's just a body, it's just a physical body. So the answer is because the physical body was a seat, was the was the was the place by in which the neshama rested. So even after the neshama leaves, even after the person dies, the guf retains some level of kedusha. Yeah. Because we're told that we're not supposed to learn in front of the body. We're not supposed to step over a grave. We, we have to provide a lot more honor to this encasing the body than right. just, just what you're saying. But the reason why we don't do some things like that is because once a person dies, so they can't do it. So but that again, that's... It's just a goof. It's just a goof. Right, just a goof. Right, so it could be because of what we're saying. Even though it's just a goof and it's laying, there is some, there's some vestige, there's something left, and as a result of that we have these halachos, even la'achar misa. So this is issue of, of nivalames. And the, again, the Gemara, same, might be the same thing. But the Gemara assumes, Gemara assumes that there is this problem of nivalames. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, the, the Svarm also explained that if the, if the neshama, until the base is buried, will feel, whatever this means, the neshama will feel pain if it sees that the guf is being desecrated. So, you know, once we get into these areas of halacha, right, so once we get, once we get into these areas of halacha, it's hard to explain it exactly, because we don't, we don't, we, have, we don't see it, we know that it exists, and as a result, we have these halachas again that the Gemara assumes is an issue of nivel hamets. The other possible, yeah. Okay, so let's see. Let's see. We're gonna see. We're gonna. We have to explain whatever desec- First, we have to say that there's an issue of desecration. Why we give some type of explanation. Now you're asking, what does desecration mean? What do you have to do in order for it to fit under the category of desecration? Uh, a small operation, a needle, you have to cut off a, a part of the body. So let's, we'll, we'll get into the details. But let's first just to understand and lay the groundwork of why there is such a problem. Why does the Gemara assume that there's an issue to begin with? So we're saying that it's, it's rooted in this, in this area of the neshama and the guf and, and the neshama still, still playing some Role, even if the neshama is left, playing some role in the guf, which give it, gives it a level of kedusha, and to and to be and to desecrate it in any way, we have to see what desecration is. But to, to, if it would fall under the category of nivul it would be a problem because you're 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 being pogame in the uh, in the, in the kedusha of the mace. Um, this is probably the reason why. There's also a prohibition, a separate prohibition, to get hanaf from a mace. You're not allowed to derive pleasure from a mace. What in the world? Why would any? What pleasure could one possibly derive from a mace? Well, but there's well. So, so first of all, you can use the, you can use the. Uh, there's many parts of the mace that you can use. You can use. You can use the bone. You can use the hair. You can use the skin for many different uh, purposes. So, so the Gemara assumes also there's an iser of hanami mace. It's learned that from Shava, mace sham sham egla rufa. It says it says. Um, by Eglarufa, the word Shav, Varfu Shav, Masa Eglar Benachal, it says about Thomas Shav Miriam, the Gemara makes it Shav, there's an Israel Anami So, if one were to uh, do an autopsy for the purpose of learning from the body how to do something, so that's a, maybe a problem of Hanav from the Mace as well. So we have, we have different possible problems of doing an autopsy. One is, you're being Menabal the Mace, 
you're desecrating the mace. Number two, you're deriving some type of pleasure, even though it's not a physical pleasure, it's, it's more like a intellect benefit, some type of benefit, the better word. So therefore, there will be a problem of doing an autopsy as well. So these are the, these are the, the potential issues. The note of there's, yeah. We don't know yet. That we don't know yet. That we don't know yet. I mean, we, don't, we know. I didn't, I, we didn't talk about it yet. We're going to get to there. So the Poles can definitely make a distinction um, between Jew and non-Jew, but not, maybe they'll make a distinction by Hanoah, but not by Nivel. Maybe we're talking about two separate distinctions. Maybe by both, maybe by neither. Let's see. So the Northern Behuda has asked this question. So he answers as follows. He says, listen, let's assume, as we have to, that there's a problem of Nivel Hames. There's, an, there's a prohibition of Nivel Hames, right? And maybe it's linked to Kvura. Maybe if you if you monopoly the mace, it's it's a pegia, it's it's a lack in the midst of skvura. Maybe so so okay, that's the, it's the, a prohibition. Nivel hamais. It's not. I mean, is it the worst prohibition in the world? I mean, I don't I don't like to say which prohibition is worse than others, but there are certain prohibitions that you obviously, under any circumstances, can never be in violation of, right? Of the Zorah, It's not of the Zorah. It's not Giliarayos. And it's not Shvichas Dom, the person's already dead, right? So it's not, none of those things. So therefore, one, one should conclude, based on our simple analysis, that for, if it was an issue of Pikuach Nefesh, then for sure you could do an autopsy, right? I mean, Pikuach Nefesh, Dachal Kola Torakula. As long as it's not one of the big three, this is not one of the big three, therefore you can, you can, if it was a Pikuach Nefesh situation, you could be Menabal the Mace. Therefore, the Nodabi Huda says as follows. If you're talking about a situation where you have someone in front of you, and he coins this term as the first person in, 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 in Torah literature to coin the term. If you have a chola b'fanenu, if you have a person who died, if another person walks in, he's, he's expressing the same basic symptoms as, as the original guy. Say, oh, this is unbelievable. We haven't even buried this guy yet. This guy's also sick. Maybe they drank the same water. Maybe they have, maybe, maybe they have, they're from the same family. Let's do an autopsy. Let's see. And we'll be able to help this guy. Person also chola sheyesh mosakana befunin right here. The other reader says, in that case, you can do an autopsy. Why? Because whatever nivel hames is, pikuach nevish is docha nivel hames. So if you have a chola befunenu, then it's docha nivel yisdocha. The whatever prohibitions could there be under nivel hames, it's it 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 it, uh, it pushes away and it's docha those yisurim. That's what the that, that's what the reader says. Everything, a lot of what we're going to say here has um, uh, a parallel in the entire sugi, which is, of course, related to organ donations. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Good. Right. I understand. I understand. Right, right. 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 So the, the note of that says, implies that the person right now has to be a cholashesh bosakana. Cholashesh bosakana now. That's that's what the Noah Behuda says. Almost all, even though Behuda, we 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 think he made it up. We think he made it up because it doesn't say anywhere in the Gemara Cholav Afanenu. So where does he get it from? So let's think about this for a second. How wide can we stretch the concept of Cholav of of, of Pikuach Nefesh? I mean, the truth is, it would make sense that we're allowed to um, maybe we should be allowed to um, drive around in an ambulance on Shabbos. In case someone gets sick and has to go to the hospital, isn't it isn't it faster if I'm already in the ambulance driving, right? So 
I get a call, I, I'm there. You know, I don't have to run to the ambulance and turn it on. I mean, that's a cholish yeshbosakana, right? So the Muthu says, or maybe we should do this. Maybe we should, maybe in Eretz Yisrael, when they, when they manufacture the guns, they should be manufacturing them on Shabbos also. Because at any moment, there could be a need for more guns. And wouldn't it be faster if we keep the, the plants open on Shabbos? And then, so things should be moving, because there's a potential cholish yeshbosakana. Okay, so, so the Nodim Huda says, or the other Shai, there's an interesting Shaila in the, uh, in the 1700s, the, in, in different places in Europe, the, the, uh, a few people were buried alive. A few people out of a, of a few hundred million people were buried alive. So they had this new law that the countries, um, might have been Hungary, um, came up with a law that you're not going to bury someone after they die for three days. Make sure that he's dead. Right? We've had cases, I'm sure doctors have had cases. So the, so the Gedolim come around and they say, you know, like, do we have to listen to this? I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's a the person might not be dead. So most of the posts given, including the Chassam Sofer said, you're talking about a 0.0001% chance, that's not Pikuach Nefesh. You can't just, you can't come up with, you, you, you'll be, you can't come up with the most remote, slight possibility that maybe there'll be a Chalash at some point that it may happen, that's not called Pikuach Nefesh. That's what, I mean, okay, that's a good question. We have to get there. So the Nodim Huda, when he says Chalabafarneinu, it's true, he made up the term, but the concept was always there. He's basically putting a line on when you're, what's Pikuach Nefesh. If you have a guy in front of you, it's like Chalabafarneinu. Nefesh, it could be doka. And if it's not, if it's not a funny, it's not. So now, now obviously, right, right, right. Not enough. Not enough. I need not enough. You can't be riding around in an ambulance. We don't have people. We don't have Atzala riding around. You have to have a chalab Now, obviously, we're going to get there. Is that today? Maybe chalab is everywhere because you know with we the information that we have in New York travels to uh, Japan and to Israel to China within seconds you know so so Khalfanedo most definitely has expanded but let's stay with in the 1700s for now there's a Khalfanedo Sure they did. They were doing operations for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, you know. The Ramban was doing operations. I'm not sure what, it's the, same, it's the same thing today. Same thing today. There's no, I, I don't believe there's any one autopsy that anybody's going to do. They're going to give them the information today. You have to do a series of autopsies in a series of situations. You have to test it over and over. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, so that apparently they, they, they were more advanced than we think they were. At least they think they were more advanced than we think they were. So let me just show you this line. It's a very important line. It says, uh, London, Person's sick with an Evan Bekiso. He's sick with a, a stone in his, uh, his bladder. Right. They do an operation. The guy dies on the table. Okay. 
שורש המכה הזאת כדי לאסלאמי, מזה בהנהגת הרופא מכאן על הבא. Can they do an autopsy so that they would know better how to deal with this problem in the future? Hello, in Cain, if this is, she says, if this is Pekuach Nefesh, then you shouldn't be asking me a Shailah. If it's Pekuach Nefesh, you do the autopsy, this is Pashat. That's also Pashat, this is Doche. In Cain, Lama Lechem, call up a Plazev, Allah Zeh, who did Arachim, for Rosh Hashem, who did Sabek Doche Shabbos, Achamura, who Mishnah before Rosh Hashem, if it's Sabek Pekuach Nefesh, if it's Sabek Pekuach Nefesh, Doche, all these sort of, Doche Shabbos, Nebel Ames is not more Chamer than Shabbos. She says, Umnam, however, the issue is that this is not called, this is not a, a pikuach nefesh, because, and he coins the term chalvah. It's not, it's his term, but it's not his concept. The concept is there. You can't just, you can't pikuach nefesh does not mean everything and everything. There has to be gedorim. Ulam kol zeb, yesh, sofik nefsakonos nefesh, or the phone, and if you don't chalvah, or nefilas gal, avabonidun, they don't, in kanshim chalvah tzorach lezeb. In this case, there was no other person there that was sick. They just want to know, can they do the autopsy? So later, when the next sick guy walks in, and there's definitely going to be someone in the next 10, 15 years, right? That's going to walk in with the same problem. So he says, this is, is that is not pikuach nefesh, and therefore you can't be docha the Shabbos, you can't be docha the Nevalamese, you're not allowed to do it. Chas v'shalom, to allow Yisurim because of some future possible event. Even if the event, I mean, even if the event is, well, that's a good question. That's a good question. What he says that we don't know for sure there's going to be a cholo. There's no cholo now. He says two things. One, you need a cholo b'fanenu. So does that mean that you need a chole mamish b'fanenu so that it's happening for now? Or does it mean you need a chole, a definite chole, at some point? Let's say I know for sure that in a year from now there's going to be, let's say we knew that a year from now someone's going to walk in with the same sickness. It's not b'fanenu. It's in the future, but it's definite. It's not clear what the Nodim would say. This is why research. I understand. That's why we're going to get to medical research. That's, what we're gonna, that's, that's exactly what we're going to do. What about, uh, so, so the, the Chazanish expands this very much, very important. Where, with the note of that we're not sure if he means mamish another sick person with the same disease, right now, or does he mean that there's definitely going to be someone at some point that's going to need us to have this information. So look what the Chazanish says. I understand. I understand. But this is the 1700s. Look at the Chazanish. We're fast forwarding 200 years. Not 200, about 160 years. So everybody makes the same distinction. If there's a chola here, pikuach nefesh. If there's no chola, not pikuach nefesh. So the Chazanish says, this doesn't mean that if you have a sick person today in the hospital that has the same disease. It means, is this a disease or is this a sickness that is prevalent today? And he says, He It doesn't see, it makes sense that in the 1700s, they would be thinking, is the person here or not? I mean, I have my own little, you know, medical, uh, even if it was a hospital, it was small, it was from my town. You know, people weren't coming from far and wide, I don't think, in the 1700s to go to the hospital. And, and, and maybe they were, I don't know. 
But he says it's not about whether there's a cholera here or not. It's about whether the disease is something that's prevalent or not. The Chazanish allows one to do an autopsy, a doctor or a scientist to do an autopsy, even if there's no cholera b'fanenu, if there's a machla b'fanenu. If there's a machla b'fanenu, you can do an autopsy. Because that's b'koach nefesh. Ah, there's no one right now that's suffering. Yeah, yeah. There's no one right now in the hospital that's being treated for this cancer. But the cancer exists. It's out there. It's prevalent. We need to find a cure. You're allowed, that's, that's called also pikuach nafish. That's an important distinction of the chazanish. The Binyan Sion is often quoted in this topic because he's the only one, Binyan Sion is of Yaakov Ettlinger. He was the Rebbe of the, of the Germ, the great German Rabbanim. So of Shamshun Fall Hirsch from Zvil Hildesheimer learned by the Binyan Sion. Yaakov Etlinger. I had a student whose name was Yaakov Etlinger. He was a great, uh, great grandson of, of this, the Binyan Sion. So Binyan Sion, he's the, he's the, the, the Rav, the Rav Posek, the Mora of, of, of Ahu. Ahu is, uh, what's Ahu? The town's Ahu. <laughs> um, Altona, Hamburg, and Wandsbach, right? Those are the three areas in Germany. So the, all the tombstones, it was too long. So they wrote, uh, this person lived in Ahu. <laughs> Right, Aleph Hevav. So he writes as follows: Pikuach Nefesh, Pikuach Nefesh is Pikuach Nefesh Doche all Averis besides the three. Yes, of course it is. Right, it's Doche every Doche Shabbos. Binyan says, "Is someone allowed to steal money from someone else to save himself? You allowed to do the Avera of Gzela." To save oneself. Can you steal, can you steal the medicine? You can't afford the medicine. And they're not giving you the medicine. Can you break into the hospital, right? And go into the pharmacy area. Take the medicine that you need in order to save your life. In order to save someone's life that you know. You can't afford it. You're just basically stealing. What would you say? I mean, based on the clolum that we know, the answer is yes. Of course, of course you can. <laughs> right? Right? It, of course. Well, I mean, it's not, it's not about the Zorah. It's not Gilead, it's not Shvechah's Dabit. Beyonceun says, you can't. <clears throat> Unless you're going to pay back. If you do it, I'll shalom that you're allowed to do. If you're, if you're doing the Gzela, and you know there's absolutely no way to pay back, you can't pay back, you're not allowed to do it. Oh, it says only those three. Yeah, those have been all the Lamakums. But there's a Benodim Lachavero, Gzele, you can't do it. Braces on Rashi, Babakama Samach, you take a look at the Gemara. It's an amazing Chiddush. So the Binyan Sina says, if I'm right, which you can disagree, maybe he's wrong, but he says, if I'm right, is when we do an autopsy, so in a certain sense, we're stealing the covet, we're stealing. Certainly if we take an organ out of the person, from the, from the mace. Now, in this particular situation, it is impossible to pay the person back. Therefore, you can't do an autopsy, even if it's Bikuach Nefesh. You hear this? You're not allowed to do an autopsy, and you're not allowed to certainly take an organ or do an autopsy, because it's an Isser of Gzela, and Gzela is not allowed by Malkin Bikuach Nefesh, unless it's possible to pay the person back. And since the person's dead and you can't pay him back, so therefore, you're not allowed to do the autopsy. My, one, of my, one of my students recommended, what do you mean? Let's say you take his liver. So you give him another liver, you give him, you know, you, you put it in. <laughs> that's not the way it works. You give him another liver, you buy a liver, you put it in. It doesn't work like that. So he says, that's a tremendous chidush of B'yansiyam. The B'yansiyam takes it a step further. And he has two chidushim. The Maram Shift argues on both points. 
He says, since it's my body, it's the mace's body, so you can't take it from him. You can't take it from him. Even unless he can pay him back, since he can't pay him back, you're not allowed to take it, even if it's Pekuach Nefesh. Oh, Pekuach Nefesh is Dolcha. He has an obligation. The person who's dead has an obligation to save someone's life. No, he doesn't. You know why? When you're dead, you don't have obligations. So you can't blame it on the guy. He doesn't have obligations. However, because it's his body and he has a right before he dies to say, I dedicate my body to science. Wow. A Jewish person is allowed to say, since it's his body, it's not Gzela, I can sign a, something on the... Uh, on the license, or I can sign, give it to my, you know, and I could say, I could be totem, I can donate my body for the purpose of, uh, of, of medicine, and they could do an autopsy because it's my body. This is a big chiddish. Maybe it's not, who says it's your body? The body was given to us as a pikada from Hashem. We're able to dedicate it, to donate it to science? The answer is maybe not. This is just, so the Maram Shik says both things are wrong. First of all, your, if it's Bikuach Nevesh, as the Nod Behuda said very clearly, if you could have, if there's a cholu b'fanin, or there's a machla b'fanin, according to the Chazanish, you're allowed to do an autopsy, even without the person's permission. If it's a cholu b'fanin, you're allowed to do an autopsy. And number two, if it's not a cholu b'fanin, then it's not his to to donate, and therefore he can't donate. You can't, a person can't donate his guf for scientific research. Does everybody hear the two points? That's the Binyan Sion. So we disagree with the Binyan Sion says, if it's pikuach nefesh, you can't do an autopsy, you can't take an organ. The answer is, yes, we can, because Pekuach Nefesh is Dolche, even if Alameis, and we don't get into the area of Gzela, even if you can't pay the person back, you're allowed to, do, or you're allowed to be in violation of the Gzela. Number two, if the person decides before that he's willing to give his body, he's not allowed to do that. <coughs> if it's Pekuach Nefesh, you're always allowed to, and if it's not Pekuach Nefesh, you're never allowed to, even with the person's permission. That's the Binyan Siyam, we disagree with the Binyan Siyam, which means that if it was a case of Pekuach Nefesh, you can do an autopsy. Yeah. Today, things have changed today. And number two, then you, then you get into the question of can the family then give permission? For yes, yes, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's part of that's going to be part of the discussion also. There's a, there's another very important piece from Rav Moshe. I want to talk about this one very important piece from Rav Moshe, where he says as follows: a very important uh, yisod, very important. He says. I'm a doctor, I'm a scientist, right? I, I want to do, if, I want to do an autopsy, right? I'm going to be in violation of Nivel Hames. Okay, yeah, but, but I'm, but, I, but, look, but why am I doing it? I'm doing it for the purpose of being able to become a doctor and be able to help people. So, is it allowed or not? If it's Cholo if it's a Machla Befaneno, then it's allowed. Rav Moshe says, it's not allowed. Why is it not allowed? Listen to this unbelievable line. Rav Moshe says, it's not allowed because, are you a doctor yet? No, I'm going to medical school to become a doctor. Listen to this. Who says you have to go to medical school? Who says you have to go to medical school? There's no chiv to go to, no chiv to go to medical school. If there was a chiv to save lives, then we all have to save lives. We all have to go to medical school. So obviously there's no chiv to go to medical school. Well, one second, one second. There's no chiv to go to medical school, right? That, that we all agree. You don't have to go to medical school. So you want to go to medical school. Fine, go to medical school. But you can't then violate a virus and say, I'm doing it in order to become a doctor. What do you mean? You, you shouldn't have to go in the first place. So Rav Moshe says, the information that we have now, there's a cholobifanenu. There's a cholobifanenu. So then you can violate all, all, all of Ares, even Nivala Mace. 
But for me, if there's no... I'm, I'm going to medical school. The reason I'm learning this now is not for me to save the chol of the fanenu. For me, there is no chol of the fanenu because they're not letting me near a person, near a sick person for another seven years. So what are you telling me? I'm learning... I'm going to anatomy class and I'm going to cut up the body, assuming that I'm doing the cut. I'm not just watching. I'm cutting up the body and I'm being manavel the mace. So he says, I have, you don't have a chiv to do that. There's a very interesting piece from the Vilna Gon. The Vilna Gon, and we have the safer here, in the Pas Yisro, Yisro Mishklov writes, it's an absolutely mind-boggling piece, where he writes, I was by the Vilna Gon. And the Vilna Gon, takes us, it takes a few of us into a room, he mentions one or two other people, and he brings us into a room, and he lights some candles, and he gives some kichel, and he brings out some schnapps, and he says, I'm making a big party. I'm making a big, a big seum. Why? Why? And he said he was face was happy. He was excited. Why was he so excited? Because because he finished learning the shiva chachmas. He feels comfortable and, uh, and the shiva chachmas music. He knows music very well. He knows medicine very well. He knows this very well. And he writes in there. He knows philosophy. He says he knows philosophy very well. He said he learned all the books on philosophy. There's only two things that are important. Very interesting thing that are worth uh, that are worth continuing reading. And then he writes. And I was unable to learn. Um, the details of pharmacology and and um, different aspects of medicine because my father didn't allow me to go to medical didn't allow me to learn from the doctors because then I'd have a chiv to save people and that's and he wanted me to be learning not to save people so if you have the information if you're a doctor and for you to do the autopsy it's a chol of a fanenu and then so then you can then you absolutely have to do an autopsy uh, not like the binyancio but for me to become a doctor who's then in the future going to be able to save people it's not a chol of a fanenu so who, what gives you a right to be in violation of nivel hames so in the future you don't have to become a doctor you can take that to the extreme and say, why should any Jew be allowed to be a doctor? Good. Good question. Good question. Good question. Good question. Why should anybody become a doctor? Good question. So there's a difference. There's a big difference. One second. There's a big difference. The parallel situation, Jay, is are you allowed to go to medical school while you're in medical school be Mechal Shabbos? That's the parallel case. You're saying, I went to medical school. I was not in violation of any Yisurim. Now I'm a doctor. Mechal Shabbos? But to go to medical school and say, I'm in medical school, I'm able to be Michal Shabbos. But it's not a Chol Who says you have a right, you have a chi, not that you have a right. You don't have a chiv to, to do that. It's an amazing, Rav Moshe says, Rav Moshe says, unless it's Chol HaBafanenu, Moshe says, maybe even, even if it's Chol even if it's Chol you might not be able to do the autopsy. Why? Because my obligation is to my obligation is to, with the knowledge I have now, to save people that I can save. But for me to be, who says I have an obligation to learn new information in order to save someone? And therefore, you can and you should have that information, but not to violate your sermon in order to get that information. To then be in a situation to be saving a chalaf. That's what Marsha's, that's what Marsha's uh, suggestion. Marsha's suggestion. Yeah. Yeah, next, in that situation, my probably he's, he's a help, so he's part of the, he's part of the hot solo. That's third year medicine. That's, that's part of the hot solo. I'm talking about year one anatomy and physiology. It's a good question. So, just so that you should be aware, the Reb Unterman, I'm sorry, the, um, Reb, um, Reb Uziel, who's one of the chief rabbis of Israel, not in, not in, um, not in a conversation with Rav Moshe, in a separate truva, writes, Ab, listen to this line, obviously, you're a, a, a medical student's allowed to do autopsies, allowed to go to medical school. Obviously, 
Because otherwise, there won't be any Jewish doctors in the world. And what are you going to You're going to import Indians and Pakistani doctors to be the doctors in Israel? I mean, it's, it's, it's mind-boggling. Of course, of course you're allowed to go to medical school to learn. Because, and he explains, he says, that's a pikuach nefesh b'faneinu. You're going to not have Jewish doctors in, in the world? I mean, that's a, that's, that in itself is pikuach nefesh. Why? So, so, I mean, there's no, there's no Jews on the, on the committees, on the boards. There's gonna be tremendous sinner, right? I mean, uh, oh, the, the Jews don't become doctors. We have to do all the, we have to go to medical school to work. They make the money and we, and we, and we have Obamacare. I mean, no, that's, what's the, so, so. The Gemara talks about how you're assuming if you have a Jewish doctor, they're trying to kill you. Well, I don't think we we don't assume that anymore. But yes, yes, you couldn't go to a you couldn't go to an avodah an who was a barber either. You know, with the, you don't want the scissors in you. Because his son-in-law was Rav Tender. No, no, no. Maybe his grandson. Yeah. No, seriously. I am. understood this line of that you just brought forward, that there would be Jewish doctors. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. he still dismissed it. Yeah, yeah. Why? What was his line of thinking? Let me show you the line. Let me show you the line. Look at page two, Igris Moshe. Look at page two, Igris Moshe. Look at page two, Igris Moshe. You have to see the line. It's beautiful. Vani Mosif. It's right in the middle of page two. In the Igris Moshe. Vani Mosif. Da'af im mitzad ha even if we're talking about a situation where there is a there is a chola and you can't be docha yisurim, nami lo It's possible that you still will not be in violation of an autopsy of nivel hames. Why? There's no chiv to learn how to heal. There's no chiv to become rich to give tzedakah. If you're rich, you give tzedakah. I have to go my whole life, work like a fair, look like a mule, in order to become rich to give tzedakah. Who said? If you have money, you give tzedakah. If you don't have money, you don't give tzedakah. You try to make a living for yourself. If you have, you make, if Baruch Hashem, if you're blessed, you give tzedakah. If not, you don't give tzedakah. Right, so if we don't have doctors, then we'll have to miracles only. No, Goyim should become doctors. We have plenty of other, I don't have to, I don't have to, I don't, have to, I don't we don't have to do everything. Again, but let's read, let's read the line. It's not fair. Listen, the law must nitan reshos l'rofi le'rapos. If you're if you're a doctor, now let me, you don't you don't do anatomy and physiology. You're not in violation of Yisurim. You become a doctor in a way that's mutter. You tell me about that in a way that's mutter. It's from Moshe. It says the law must sinu sheyia al chiv ala adam sheyilmod chachmas rufua k'til rapos acholim sheyeshnam even if there's sick people it's not it's not my responsibility to heal every person and he says if you know how to swim you jump in if you don't know how to swim I don't have to go learn how to swim in order to save the person now you have to go learn how to swim to save yourself that's what the Gemara says if you're already a doctor if you're not a swim and if a person is wealthy he has to give stuck up in order so that if the chance happens, you should be able to save. One second, Velachain. I have to just read the last line. Velachain. Gamlina teach mesim. Kedele islamate ezer refua. To do an autopsy, to learn a refua. In halo adam shumchiv. Omemela osam shumshu nivalames. 
It's unbelievable. Before, before I, don't take a question yet. Look at the Mishpatei Uziel. Look at the Mishpatei Uziel, and then we'll take all the questions. Sure, Sam, we'll take all the questions. The Mishpatei Uziel, Rebbe Sin Uziel, Chief Rabbi, Svadish Chief Rabbi, writes as follows. He's asked the following question: Can I go to can, can, can I go to medical school? I'm going to be doing I'm going to be doing autopsies. Neville Hames. He's asked the question. Now, this is not the shot of whether a comic can go to medical school. That's a different shayla. That we'll get to. Not today, obviously. That we'll get to. This is a shot of whether anyone can go to medical school, being that today in medical school it's inevitable that you're going to have to do um, uh, an autopsy. Nitua Hames. He writes. Ubenidon this is page three, second paragraph. But in our case, where we have to cut up the body, for the purpose of learning medicine, in order to heal people, mutter hundred percent mutter. A little bit different than Rav Listen to his, his raya. You think the Ramban, who was a doctor, didn't do autopsies? Think the Rambam didn't do autopsies? Look, the insufficient Shakol Rabbi Senu Harishonim Shayugam Rof Mumchem. Obviously, Hutzuchol Dov Dok Eskufos Hamesim Kdelulmod Ulislame Velochashu Lesser Nivul. Well, Ani is Daiti in the next paragraph. Ani Omer Shalom Matzas Bechalat Tamim Hanal Shum Tam Maspik Lesser. The idea of Shalosav Shein Kan Chole Eloshem Yizdam Ani Omer. Listen to this. Because, and what are you going to tell me? I can't go to medical school because of a Cholav. I don't have a Cholav of Anenu. Atu Mitzir Shaklus Mayalma. Are you looking at the world? There are people who are sick. Always people who are sick. Any sickness that you can find, there's not just one person that has that sickness. There's hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of people who have the same sickness. So you have to know this second is a chol There's a chol in the world. And if you don't have it now, you'll have it tomorrow. You have to have... So you, and then he goes further. A Jew, Jewish, we need people to become doctors. We need Jewish from people, especially, become doctors. We need Jews to become doctors. It's a, it's a, that in itself is a pikuach nefesh, not to have doc, doctors who are Jews in the world. It's major machlokas between Rav Moshe and the Mishpatei Ozeel about whether one should opt to go to medical if he's going to be in a situation where he's going to have to do it in Mason. Which today, obviously, anybody who goes to medical school has to do it in Mason. Rav Moshe might say, you don't have to go to medical school. Or, or, don't do the autopsy yourself. To stand back and look. That's not, if it's possible. I don't know if it's possible. No, 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 no. Now why is that, why is that okay? Because they are, I'm not over on Nibbala Mace, but I'm still benefiting from the Mace. Ah, so that's not so posh. Benefiting from a Mace means I take the hair and I use it. I take the skin and I use it. By looking and viewing and gaining knowledge, that's not Hanna. That's not Hanna of Halachic Hanna. That's Hanna, it's benefit, but that's not a Halachic Hanna. Halakhana means you, your body feels the benefit. Just to learn by viewing is not enough. That's what the Chazunish writes also. Chazunish writes, that's not considered enough. We know there's a concept when it comes to Hekdish. You're not allowed to use it. You're not allowed to get enough from Hekdish. But you can hear the Kohanim singing or the Levim singing and, and enjoy it. You, you can look at the base Hamikdash and say, beautiful. You can even smell uh, Karbanos if you're into that smell. And uh, a barbecue, you know, a good barbecue, and enjoy it. Kol mare vereach ein behemishum meila. So to hear the Chazanish says, and the Hartzvi says the same thing. Rufsi Pesach Frank says the same thing. By looking and viewing, that's not a problem of Hanra. And therefore, the nivul hames, you have, you have to. You, 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 so the nivul hames, the Mishpatei Ozil says, 
it's pikuach nefesh to be. You have to become a dick. We need Jews for doctors. That's pikuach nefesh. Right now it's not chol b'fanenu. This machla b'fanenu. But right now you're not going to be able to save anyone. Yeah, but we need you. That's pikuach nefesh. Oh, come on. That's what Rabbi says. What are you talking about? That's not pikuach nefesh. You don't have to chiv to become a doctor. What about so fine? So let's say you hold like Rav Moshe. I want to go to medical school, but I can't do nivul amis. So don't do the nivul. Watch the nivul. Look, look. And take pictures. Whatever it is. Ah, hanami meis. Hanami meis is not a problem if you're just viewing. Sure. For, for what purpose? So that's a Mishpateo Zeal extreme. Yeah. On a very possibly trivial, or not trivial, a parent who doesn't teach his children how to swim today, those people consider it to be negative. That's correct. That's sure. But that's what Robert, well, Moshe said. Is there an Avera to teach your kid how to swim? No, no, no. There's no Chiv to learn how to swim in order to. There's no Chiv to become a lifeguard. That's what he's saying. There's no Chiv to become a lifeguard. Yeah, read, read what he says. There's no keep to learn how to swim in order to save okay. others. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Read another line. Read another line. Read another line. Read another line. Kadeshi is daming low, so that you don't have a chiv to learn how to. You don't have a chiv. He says you have to look here. The Gemara says, "Nashit, you have to learn how to swim so you can save yourself." I don't have a chiv to, to, to become a lifeguard. I don't have a chiv to become a lifeguard. I don't have a chiv to learn CPR. If you know CPR, you have to save people. I don't have a chiv. I have a chiv to do what I can do. I, I mean, think about do I? Do, how come you're not? How come you, you and I now didn't go to medical school? If we have a chiv. So there, you have to get over that. You have to get over that. You don't have a chiv. You have a chiv to do what you can do. You have a chiv to be able to protect yourself and watch yourself. You have a chiv to be able to save people if you can. I mean, it's an interesting question. How come the Vilna Gaon didn't go to medical school? And he, he was going to go. His father said, you're not going. It's an interesting situation. So he would have been a great doctor. That's great. It's great to be a great doctor. But that's not his, that wasn't his chiv. Yeah. Right, yeah, I know. Tell that to Troy. He doesn't accept it. No, no, come on, come on. Another factor. We're not going to cover everything. We'll, we'll have to continue next week. But another factor that goes into this uh, story is that when Rav Cook in the 1920s, and they were opening up medical schools in Eretz Israel, his first suggestion was ship in the bodies from Argentina. 
Because you can't have, you can't use the Jewish bodies. You're going to do, what did you say? I don't mean the teachers. I don't mean the professors. I mean the, you know, the, the, the mason that you're going to be using for, for, for the anatomy classes. He goes, use the non-Jews, not the Jews. Why? So the cook comes up and he says, there's only going to be a problem of Nivel Hames. On a Jew, not a God. Yeah, everybody, we all, Jews and non-Jews, we all have neshamas. We all have, you know, souls. But then I say, are they the same level of soul? There's a higher level of Kedusha. There's Rav Kook. Right? So Rav Kook says, again, without going into the details of what level Neshama, Nefeshelokis, Nefeshelokis. Rav Kook says, so, and he says something. So that's okay. That's his position. But then he says an amazing thing, which I don't think is, uh, doesn't hold water in the real world. He says, and the non-Jews will understand. The non-Jews will understand that you don't choose the, you don't have to use the Jews where we are. We have more Kadosh than them. That's the one. Rav Kook. Right? He says, the same way the non-Jews see that we eat kosher and they don't, they understand that we have a certain sensitivity, they're not going to be, it's not going to be anti-Semitism as a result of this. And then, you know, then you have the pogroms after that. <laughs> I want to show you the das, what? <laughs> no, 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 he's safe, they're already dead. Listen to the line in Das Coin, page 4. It's, it's, a, it's a Jewish Indian. You never find that there's an issue of Nivel Hames by a guy. This is, this is very um, uh, debatable. Many posts can say, Nivel Hames applies to a Jew and a guy. Hanomi Mames might only apply to a Jew, not to a guy, maybe. But Nivel Hames applies to both. The same thing applies to a Jew and to a guy. But Rav Kook doesn't hold like that. Rav Kook says, It's not the Teva of the Guf. It's not that we are physically different. And therefore, the Goyim, the same way they don't get angry at us, and they're not going to be anti-Semites because of the fact that we eat kosher, so too, there's no reason for them to be makbid on the goof. That they should have them. They don't care about Nivel Hames. And they're not gonna, therefore we should buy, we should buy Molek Gvios Mesime Umas Olam, Bishvil Hamatarma for science. We'll buy the dead bodies. They don't, they don't, we have a Hakbada, they don't. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if, if, it, if, it, if it holds. We'll get Chinese that's what they, that's what they did in the 1700s. That's exactly what they did in the 1700s. The people that were doing the autopsies were, were the people who were killed by the government. By the, by, they were, they were using the criminals. And those were, they, they were the guys that they were doing the autopsies. And that's exact. Sam, you hit it on the, uh, you hit the history on the, on the button. So, let's just review for a few minutes. Next week we'll, we'll, we'll do much more halakha lamaisa. What becomes halakha lamaisa, so we have this, uh, we have this prohibition of Nibel Hames. It's tied to Kvura. It's tied to the Neshamba. It's tied to some Kedusha that remains in the body. Therefore, you can't be Menavel Hames. Number one. Number two, you can't get on off from a mace. Those are the two things. What about for Pikuach Nefesh? The Bayan Sion says it's not allowed for Pikuach Nefesh either. You can't steal for Pikuach Nefesh. You can't steal for Pikuach Nefesh. I can't, says who? If you look at page four, the last line, the Maram Shik says, I can't believe what the BNC is saying. Of course you can steal for Pikuach Nefesh. BNC says you can't steal for Pikuach unless you plan to pay back. Since you can't pay back the dead person, you can't do an autopsy and certainly not take an organ, even for Pikuach Nefesh. So we all disagree with that. If it was Pikuach Nefesh, you can do Nituach Mason, you can do an autopsy, and you can even take an organ. 
If it's Bikoch, what's Bikoch now? If it's says, it has to be a Cholob Faneinu. I mean, if it's not a Cholob Faneinu, you, you, can't, you can't ride around an ambulance because you'll, you'll get to the person who calls faster. It has to be a Cholob Faneinu. What's a Cholob Faneinu mean? It means there's a sick person right here who has the same disease. Chazanish says, well, no, no. It means a Machla Faneinu. If it's a prevalent disease that you know people have it, the, 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 um, the, um, the postgame of today say, I mean, Cholob Faneinu is really even if there's no person in your particular research department in this hospital that has this disease, if you find out the answer to the, to the solution to the, to the issue, to the, to the, to the, to the you'll save many people. It, it, it takes five minutes for the information to get over to, write it up in a, in a, in a journal. You send over the results and they're using it in Israel, you know, the next day. So it's all, it's, has become rapidly expanded as a result of technology, you know, etc. But, but at, so then, so then if it's, so therefore we really should allow autopsies much more than we used to because has become much more expanded. Rav Moshe comes along and says, forget about the Binyan Sion that it's Gazela. There's another reason why you shouldn't be able to do an autopsy. Even if there's a Cholvafaneinu. Why? Because it, not my chiv to save that. <coughs> my chiv is when I the, the information that I have now I have to use to the best of my ability to save anybody who's in front of me. But to then go learn how to swim, to go learn how to become a doctor, you want to learn how to become a doctor? Givalda great, the big mitzvah. But don't be in violation because you have a chiv. You don't have that chiv, so you can't be in violation. The Mishpatei Ozil says, how could you possibly say that we're not going to have do- Jewish doctors in the world? It's an absolute chiv. It's an absolute chiv. Question. Can you do an autopsy if a person is murdered or possibly murdered? Can you do an autopsy for insurance purposes? It's an interesting question. What happens with insurance cases? Person, uh, person drives right into a river and dies, right? On the insurance policy, it says very clearly, if, if, there's, if, there, was, if there was an accident, we're going to pay you 10 times the amount. It's going to be a $10 million payout. But the insurance company says that's not what happened. He had a heart attack. And that's, that, that, we, that, we, that we only cover up to $500,000. Suicide, we don't cover at all. We have to do an autopsy. The family says, we have a lot to lose. $10 million to lose. But, but it's, such, it's just money. I mean, it's a lot of money. But it's just money. You're allowed to do an autopsy for money? Absolutely. Yeah? We have to go out to the everything we learn. It's not money. You can do it. A kesef yana sakol. Kesef Huh? So, so, I know, I know, these are real cases. So let's, so next week, what I'd like to do next week is we will, we'll, we'll finish up this topic, and I'll also talk a little bit about the organ donation, so we'll, we'll wrap it up. Okay.